Welcome to So News Day with Kevin Clark. I am Kevin Clark. Woo! So our next guest is one of our favorites. He was amazing. Uh, he came on last year, last summer, before we knew how funny he was. Now that we know he's one of the funniest people in media, we had to have him back. Um, that's one of the questions we asked him. Why are you so funny now as, as opposed to when you were playing? Uh, we also asked him about quarter zips, his New York Giants, the red hot New York Giants. Really good insight here. Folks, it's Eli Manning. Here he is. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, Eli Manning, he's here with Quaker Hunger Clock. Eli Manning, what's going on, brother? <laughs> How you doing? Everything well? Everything's great. Um, you were just in London the other day seeing the red hot New York Giants. And I feel like there's this attitude, Eli, you know, Brian Dable's first year, Joe Shane's first year. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's let's make sure that we don't overrate this team. Let's take it one game at a time, whatever. I say let's not do that. Let's talk about their ceiling. Let's talk about big picture, Eli Manning. What is the, this Giants team ceiling? You know what? I, I, like you said, I think they are uh, they're they're figuring figuring out ways to win, and that's you know what great football teams do is yeah. that it's not always the same. It might not always be pretty. Uh, you'd love to have that game where everything clicks and they can go out there and just totally dominate a game. Um, you know, to be honest, with some of the injuries they're dealing with uh, on on both sides of the ball, especially at receiver. I, I don't know if that's the case. I think they know their identity. Say, hey, we're going to have to go out there and just have a slugfest, get it through the fourth quarter, and we're going to find ways to win. And, you know, that's a be, hey, is our quarterback going to run? Are we going to give it to Saquon? Are we going to hit some play action? You know, what we got to be creative in our in our offense. But defense is making stops at, at critical situations. Offense is playing smart, not putting themselves in bad situations, not turning the ball over. And so, you know, it, it, it's something to this being able to find ways to win, they're, they're learning how to do that, and that's a, that's a big quality. Biggest difference to you with the Brian Dable era compared to, let's say, the last two coaches? Obviously, you haven't been there for a few years, but Brian Dable has done what to this franchise in just five games? 
Um, you know, I think just just being creative uh, from from the offensive standpoint, and obviously, you know, Wink Martindale in defense, he's always creative on yeah. defense, and it's you know different looks and different blitzes, and uh, di- you know, you know, kind of disguised coverages and whatnot. And so, I think from the offensive standpoint, uh, each week they're having to be creative in what kind of offense they're going to run. Who's who? Who do they have at receiver? How are we going to get the ball to Saquon in different ways, but also? Use him as a decoy and get Daniel out on the edge and do play actions and nakeds and misdirections and motions and and just be very multiple and and you know a lot of a lot of disguises and moving parts and different things going on that you never quite know what you're gonna get and it's just uh, it's giving them an opportunity to to be successful and and uh, and show a lot of different things. Last G men question for you, Daniel Jones, the guy for you long term if you're making the decisions. Hey, I've always I've always been a fan of, of Daniel. Been in his corner and supported supported him, and uh, I think he's playing really good football. And it's not it's not easy. Like he, it's not in a situation where yeah, he's got receivers galore that are getting open and went on one on one, and and he's just playing pitch and catch. I mean, he is having the a quarterback run, quarterback draw passes that you know guys aren't open. He's having the run or check down. So he's he's being tested you know, many times and, you know, to, to make a bad decision and he, he he's not, he's not falling for the trap and uh, he, he's playing great football. So you did a, uh, a viral video a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if it was, if it was planned or unplanned or you just saw the guy in the street, but it's with a, I guess you call it a fashion influencer where you described your style, um, boring dad style, I guess you could call it. Cause that's, that's the way you put it. You see the look, describe it for us today. This is called the boring look. It's called the dad look. Uh-huh. Um, it's the look where you're, you're always able to go play golf. If you're at a last minute, someone calls you and say, Hey, you want to play golf? I'm ready. I'm dressed for it. Um, what's the key to boring dad fashion style, Eli Manning? Yeah, just a lot of khaki, a lot of blue, um, you know, basically just like, you know, right down the middle, Nothing too wild, just like, you know, just kind of, you know, the closet looks very similar. You know, it's just, you know, you can just kind of pick one, whatever you pick out, it's going to look, it's going to look pretty much the same. Yeah. Um. So you, you and Peyton both wear a lot of quarter zips, a yes. lot of quarter zips. We had Jim Nance on this show last year. He took me through the art of the quarter zip, Um. how to wear it, what to wear it with. You know, obviously the zipper is very important. You want a night, you don't want, you don't want too bright. But it can't be a basic old zipper. It's got to be something. It's got to be – also, by the way, Jim Nance calls them layer pieces, uh, which is, you know, a next-level quarter zip. Uh, what's the key to pulling that off, Eli Manning? Yeah, I mean, I think the quarter zip, it's just, you know, it's got a good, a good, it's got to be a good fit. can't be too yeah. tight. You know, it's got to be, you know, the, like you said, the zipper is important. Sometimes you get a little button in there. You can be the oh, button. Oh, whoa. Now you're just showing so off. It's it's big. I, I'd say – I'd say um, – it's also the number one gift that Peyton and I give to each other is a quarter no. zip. So we don't only, you know, we don't only believe in it, but especially if I see an orange one, like he loves, he he's more of the bright color guy. He, I mean, this Tennessee orange is Bronco orange. Like, so an orange, like a bright orange quarter zip. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like, I gotta, I gotta get it to him. I, I send it to him and I, I know I, I owe him a thank you gift for something. So I just kind of, you know, collect them and, and, and then send them when necessary. Wait a second. So this isn't just like a Christmas thing. This isn't just a birthday thing. This could be a year round kind of quarter zip gift exchange between the Manning brothers. This is unbelievable, Eli. Yes. I mean, it's big. I'll, I mean, sometimes like if nothing's been in a while, I'll take a picture of it and be like, hey, do you, do you need this? And it, like he's always responded, yes. Like, yes, I need another orange 
quarter zip or jacket or vest or, you know, any sort of, it didn't have to be a quarter zip. It could be any yeah. sort of sweater or a layer uh, that's, you know, just a good Tennessee orange, I guess. Does it go both ways? Does he buy you quarter zips? I feel like he doesn't buy me as many quarter zips for, okay. for no reason. Uh, you know, definitely, okay. you know, for, okay. for, for some holidays or birthday or Christmas, I've definitely probably got a quarter zip from him. But I guess, you know, maybe uh, being around New York, just have, have more sure. access to him. I'm not, I'm not sure. We got the Denver quarter zip industry's got to start making them. We got, we got, yeah, got to gotta, get gotta, it going. Yeah. He's, he's got to get it. He's, you know, they got to, you know, get, get, get his eyes on some more quarter zips. Uh, I want to ask about, I mean, I don't think maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe the media at large was wrong, but I don't think, and you've probably heard this in the last year or so. Um, I don't think people knew you were as funny as you are in the comedic timing and not just the Chad power stuff, but just you and I talking, you talking to your brother on the Manning cast. Was there a design to not be, I don't know, a character in the media. No, just when you were playing, did you not want to be a character in the media? And like, what was the, what happened after you retired where you were just like, actually I'm hilarious. Uh, No. Yeah. I mean, I, I think while I was playing, the idea was, um, you know, let's just keep everything to football and let's keep everything about, you know, football and what's going on. And so it's never wanted to come off as, as as goofy or silly i think with my teammates they they saw the other side of me and and you know it's not it's not silly goofy it's more of just a uh i guess dry more of dry sense of humor sure. um, you know of that sort and i think i think i've always really kind of had the mentality of of taking my job very seriously never taking myself too seriously i think in football it's hard at times because it's a you know you're dealing with such a serious game and like you've got 16 of them and all of them are so important so you never really saw the time to uh to kind of bring out the other side too often um and i think once i retired i just it's like i just i don't care anymore like it doesn't doesn't matter (laughs) i have nothing there's really nothing to be serious about i don't have a game to prepare for it's all a little bit more relaxed and you, you you kind of don't have to be on like watch what you say uh, maybe quite as much. What's the coolest thing in this new media career that you feel you've been able to do um, just over the last year where you say, whether that's Eli's places, whether that's the Manning cast, whether that's just something else where you said, well, I never thought I'd be able to do this sort of thing. You know, I think uh, all, all of it's been, been fun. I think with, with Eli's places going to college towns, um, yeah. It's been a lot of fun because I, I, mean, I love college football. I love the history of it to get, um, you know, to, to to be able to get access to a, a Nick Saban and him taking yep. you tubing and trying to draw you, draw, you know, you know, get you to fall off and, you know, getting multiple rounds of it um, just so the camera crew can catch it. I, I don't think, um, you know, I didn't think I would have access to do that or that much time that some of these coaches would give it. To me, I think it, you know the main part is because they were recruiting my nephew and wanted him that, to that's that correct. school. That's probably why I was getting access. So now that he's committed to Texas, I don't know if any, any coaches will will talk to me anymore. But um, you know, I think it's uh, it, it's been fun. Also, you know, with with the with the Monday Night Football, just it keeps me involved in the game of football. It keeps yep. uh, keeps me studying film and talking to coaches and players and, and growing in, in, in that friendship and relationships with those guys, but also just talking ball with my brother. It is so natural and like not staged and real that it's just, it's fun, um, fun for me to do. I look forward to the Monday nights of doing it. 
first of all, you should have told Arch to just hold off on the commitment to Sark. Maybe just so you can uh, one more season of, of Eli's places and just get Saban and Ozer and all those guys back on. Um, Link Giffen. Um, all right. Tell us about Quaker Hunger Clock. Yeah. So, you know, excited, excited to partner with Quaker. One, because I'm a huge oatmeal fan. Really, the last 15 years, I've pretty much had it every morning, including this morning. But also, like Quaker, believe that the circumstances of life should never be a barrier to good nutrition. And, you know, as part of their commitment to help advance food security in the U.S., Quaker is introducing the Quaker Hunger Clock. And that's in partnership with Feeding America. And their goal is to raise $500,000, uh, which is equivalent to 5 million meals uh, for Feeding America. And they want to do that by Super Bowl 57. So there is a actual Quaker hunger clock. It's in Arizona. Uh, it'll be counting down the time to Super Bowl 57, but counting the number of meals uh, to, to, to get to our goal through the fundraising. And uh, so you know, fans or anyone can go to QuakerHungerClock.com find out more information and how to donate. Um, and that's starting up this weekend. Awesome. Uh, last thing for you. We do a thing called club Kevin. It's our hall of fame. You can induct anybody in the world. It's just a shout out. Could be a TV show you're watching. Could be an athlete you're enjoying right now. Doesn't matter who you giving it to. Oh, um, we'll give it to, uh, what am I watching? Um, I'll give it to I'll give it to my buddy Sean O'Hara. Just when, it was just in London with them, and we did a, did a show. And uh, you know, he's just uh, you know my center. You always got to protect your center. It's a, a special <laughs> bond between the quarterback center relationship. There's a closeness that you don't really have with another man like that. And so it's uh you know so got to give it to my to my my pal. Amazing, Sean O'Hara. Welcome to Club Kevin. Eli, thanks for coming on Soul News Day, man. All right, thanks so much. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.